Hi and welcome to another episode of Enlightened Discussions. I am Rishi Gangadeen along with my buddy Arshad Ali. And welcome lots of things in store today. We're going to you're going to get a, to know us a little more like who really is Rishi Gangadeen, who really is Arshad Ali. You know, so I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. For right. sure. Um so what we would really like to uh portray in this is we want to really connect with you guys and give you some insight into who really is behind the just the healer just the photographer just the teacher is she we want to, we want to go deep and show you a glimpse into our personal lives our personal journey so that's what we want to really connect with you guys and show you what it is like to be around us is what we want to do so i have known rishi for many well i think i think it's over 6 years now 6 yeah. or 7 years yeah i believe yeah so we we both met at work um when i first met ashar Asha was just really shy. He kept a shy guy. He kept himself, you know, he never really interact with anybody much. He just keep to himself unless uh, when he wants to speak to him and he would talk to him and, and that was it. It's like you know, that was Asha for me. It's like this this fellow real quiet boy. Yeah. And, and I, ha- <laughs> I have to say one thing I really admire about Rishi that and anyone who has had the pleasure in being in Rishi's presence is he just emanates at this natural positive energy and uh peaceful energy and uh you know there's a lot i'm sure there's a lot that goes into that so we know that rishi is uh he's a teacher he's a singer he's also a healer but what i want i want to ask rishi today and what i'm sure every every one of you would love to know is what did it take to become that embodiment of peace and positive energy that you are today and what kind of mental habits what uh micro habits that you have to create over the years to be this because I've worked with Rishi for many years um I have seen him in the highs and lows I have seen him under stress in work which he never responded to he he would be in a really tough situation that would stress anybody out of this man would just be smiling and I'm like Rishi what like you're not affected by this and he he's just like normal right and uh even when he was going through some really tough times I have there was always this positive energy about him that he never ever lost and he always has that positiveness about him no matter what he's going through in life. So Rishi I would really like you to hear what words of wisdom you have to say how did you become this peaceful positive person how do you embody that energy and what did you have to do to entrain yourself to do this? <laughs> wow Asha I mean that, that really means a lot of, um coming from you uh for me it's all about parenting um mm-hmm. I always thank my mom and dad for that's guiding me on the right path and at a as a very young age I was always um into um religion and spirituality and I, I pr- um always practice you know say my prayers meditate uh and all of these different things every every single day um you learn a new lesson in life you know it's like you may not be aware of it but as as it is as it days goes along you know goes into weeks into months into years uh you you get to witness the world for what it really is and uh, the thing about it uh, for me is that I, i love to read i love to learn especially self improvement uh there's a book um my sister presented to me and um it was a book by robin sharma um your greatness guide right um so it has a book 1 and a book 2 so i think she uh, i think i got the book 2 first mm-hmm. i read it and it's like i was so engrossed in it the thing about it is that 
I, I, I didn't just read it for reading's sake. I read it and I applied it to my life. You know, so from there I started to like, okay, practice positive thinking, affirmations, meditation, all of the, all of the different, um, different things I, um, I did to try to like cultivate who I am to, to be that person that, you know, um, um, no matter the situation, I will never crack under pressure. Right, and it's like it, it could be how like like the roof is falling. It's like okay, I, I'm not going to let this get the better of me. I'm not going to let this fluster me, mm-hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, um, things will always get worse. So so ma- no matter how bad the situation is, you push through and you get through it. Because and when when you look back, it's like hey, it could it could have been worse, mm-hmm. right? And um, as you said, you, you've seen me in my highs and my lows. And I think the, the, the best time I cherish about myself is um, the times that I've been going through the low points in my life. Um, and I think that, that's what really drove me further into spirituality and the learning about self-healing and all these, diff- um, these different things, learning to love yourself. And I think that, um, that's my message for everybody. That's, you know, love yourself, accept who you are, right? Try to be the best version of yourself. Be the version that you know that you can be. Right? Don't let anybody else dictate your life. Uh, because I think uh, th- there were times um, in my journey that I, I-, I noticed my fi- I find myself trying to like, please people a lot. Right? And uh, that-, that never really worked out well because you only, only, you, you're, you're only going to end up making yourself miserable. Right? Knowing that, okay, you're, you're, do- you're doing X, Y, Z, you know, trying to get everybody to like you and all these t- different things. It's like, okay, well, at the end of the day, not, not everybody's going to like you, you know, so damn if you do, damn if you don't, you know, um, I, and I, I, I always say this, and I heard this quote somewhere, it's like, um, even if you start to walk on water, people say, people will always find a negative comment and say, oh, he, he, he could only walk on water because he can't swim, <laughs> right? So it's like, so it's like, I'm done trying to like, um, please people and, you know, trying to live up to their standards and expectations and things. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, claim your life. You only have one life to live, right? And make the best, um, uh, uh, the best of your time that you have here right now. Yeah, so. that's um, what what he said there is. And from what I hear, is that at a very long, young age, he would have begun implementing the things, not just reading and absorbing, but actually implementing those things, and that created a foundation yeah. over time. And I think that's what a lot of us take for granted: is we consume so much because we have. So much information ready, yeah. readily available a lot of to information, us, yeah. an influx of it, but do we always implement them and put them into yeah. practice, right? And also, um, I remember Rishi once told me that uh, from a very young age, your parents would have uh, brought you up in a way where, in a very spiritual way, in meditating from a very young age and all of that. So um, I was wondering if you could share a bit of maybe your, your meditative practice that you would have grown up with and also how did that evolve over time? Right, so with regards to meditation, you know, um, when, when everybody um, hears meditation, they think that you, you sit in silence, you try to clear your mind and, you know, focus on, uh, on God or, so, or something like that. But mm-hmm. and the thing is that you can't really clear your mind. Think, see, uh, a lot of information is passes through, right? But it's what your subconscious mind takes in. Right, and what it is you 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 feed it. Um, for me, before I used to do meditation, so we had the, like the Rudraksha Mala, and we were like, you know, you, you do a job, so you show a job Mala, so you, so you do like um, various mantras, you say, like Om Namah Shivaya, uh, you know, so so you, you do these um, particular mantras and you focus. And as I grew um, as I grew up, 
and, um, and you know you learn and you, you learn different techniques you try different techniques and um, techniques of focusing on your breathing right your breath is one thing that you you really need to focus on um, your breathe in breathe out um, because the first thing that you learn um, that, that you do when you come into this world is you take your first breath right when it is you're going through various emotions in your life you, you notice your breathing changes your breath mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. and when you leave this world you take your last breath so breathing is very important yes. and um, a lot of people take it for granted yeah right so um, so that's one thing that that i've learned to do as well as like you know focus on breathing focus on my um mm-hmm. on building that that, that um, focus and that discipline going back to the rujrakshamala as well it's also known as affirmation beads. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to say a mantra, right? A mantra, you could be that, um, you could do an affirmation f- for your mantra. It's like, I am happy, I am happy. Mm-hmm. I am ha-. You do it 108 times, because that's the um, mm-hmm. number of beads there, right? Um, I am successful, I am wealthy, whatever the case may be, because what that, what that is doing, that is actually tapping into your subconscious mind. Letting, uh, and you know your subconscious mind is taking it as, yes, I am all of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these positive attributes and things. Um, so, yeah, that, that, um, that's how my um, practice sort of um, keep going. You know, I, I meet, like, um, different um, spiritual um, healers and teachers and, and they'll, they'll talk and it's like, um, they say the, 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 the key to meditation is consistency, mm-hmm. right? You can't just do it today and then try to do it next week or next month. But, um, you have to be consistent. If you, if you know you meditate at a particular time, they'll say, um, people get up early in the morning before um, sunrise. You meditate from five o'clock, five to five, um, five o'clock for ten minutes, right? So if you do that every single day, from five o'clock to ten minutes, you're going to see a significant improvement in mm-hmm. your life, right? Um, when you go out, you know you're going to see you're going to see a brighter world for what it really yes. is. You're going to actually see that spark in everybody else, and you honor that soul that 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 you meet along the way in your journey. Yes. And uh, that's actually a good point because, you know, I've also had that experience when I started meditating. Like, all of a sudden, I would be driving and the trees look greener and the skies look bluer. And it was like, yeah. was there always this amount of beauty around me? And I never just noticed it. And yeah. um, that, that happens because of DMT. I think uh, it's dimetrotryptamine. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a scientific word for it. But it's uh, something that gets released into your pineal gland. Yeah. So when you begin to meditate and you start to focus on that point, uh, it starts to activate that DMT. And, uh, and this is the, the chemical that gets triggered when people do things like mushrooms and these kind of things, and they get all these psychedelic experiences. But we could actually train ourselves to produce that naturally in a healthy, balanced way yeah. with, that will never have any harmful effects just by training ourselves through meditation and focusing our our conscious thought and uh, the other thing that he said so he would have built this habit over many many years yeah many years right uh, chanting the mantras and doing uh, the breath work and also what I'd like to say is uh, and he even mentioned this as well is that it's about implementing consistently and I did this for a long time too where I would meditate in the morning but then for the, I would meditate I'll wake up I'll feel good feel good and then I go out into the world and I get pulled into all kinds of drama and it's like, what happened to that meditative space? Yeah. Where, where, why, why can't I remain that? And it's, you need to learn the part of building that, uh, training yourself to hold that energy every time you meditate 
is so that you could hold that throughout the day and train yourself and the breathing is uh, personally and I know that a lot of people uh, find difficulty just watching the breath because uh, you know people are just wired differently different things work for them but uh, to me the breath is like one of the greatest gifts that we have as humans and we're always doing it right but the funny thing is we, we just never just that switch of bringing your conscious awareness to it and it's because it's something that your body does naturally throughout the day anyway right um, it's really easy to just focus on that and I remember once hearing someone say that the breath is actually a vehicle to your inner um, self your higher self your yeah. to that divine that is your connection to source so no matter what you're doing no matter where you are in the throughout the day even if you didn't meditate or anything if you could just bring yourself to that watchfulness of your breath and pay attention to that and uh, also it's uh, scientifically proven that the conscious mind um, on average could only focus on three things at a time so you bring your awareness to the breath and as you do that you switch to something else pay attention to how your hand feels on the desk when you touch it and how your body feels on the chair that you're sitting on and you know as you build that habit you begin to focus on more and more and more and soon you'll, you'll have no problem just being in that present moment and then you'll become like Rishi where nothing could phase you and you're just this big embodiment of peace right and, and, and balance I think I think my main goal is to have that balance yes so it's not to say that you're trying to be this perfect being but mm -hmm. you must have a balance and know you know know, know when to draw your line know, to, know uh, when to set your boundaries mm -hmm. right and that's a very important thing as well um, I just want to jump back to, to, to those psychedelic experiences we talk about uh -huh. So, so could you remember the, the time we tried that receipt? <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> so, for those of you all who don't know, right? Um, there, there's a flower called the Datur flower. Um, it's sometimes called known as the Devil's Weed. Um, it's a pretty <laughs> bell flower. It's it smells really really nice, especially at night. Um, it it is that the fragrance and it, it perfumes the air is like wow, right? And it just carries you into this different world. Um, okay. with the scent but there's a seed right so the seed is um, now we didn't know at the time that the seed uh, it, it is actually a poisonous plant right so the seed <laughs> especially but um, we 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 tried the seeds uh, we were at a friend's house I was, you know, I was like hey let me try it we, we were talking about it um, and I tried I think three the, the seed is very tiny right I shot I think tried one yeah, and yeah. I think we, we both had different um, effects mm -hmm. because, like, uh, for me, I was very high. It's like well, felt, because you took too much. Yeah, that's right. So, so, <laughs> and I was like, I was very high. I, I felt so drunk, and I do, I don't know how I reached home. And it's like I just slept for very long and until the next day. I was still feeling high. It's like, what's going on with me? Ashan messaged me like, dog, my 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 arm. Um, Third eye is beating like crazy. What going yeah. on? I say, well, boy, I don't know. <laughs> and so, so that's how we end up uh, researching this, um, this, um, the natural the flower. And we, we, we saw the, the effects of the seed, right? So, so when we saw it was poison, I was like, oh, gosh, you're going dead. <laughs> Three man, you yeah. saw flower seed and they're dead, right? But um, that didn't happen. 
Yeah, you know your, your body fights of these um, the, these things, but it it was an amazing experience. And you know, um, we go up to like um, uh, like for me, I visited YouTube and then, and I saw other um, um, users. They 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 talk about actually using it, and they had different experiences as well. They they had hallucinations. Um, some some people had a sudden boost of energy from it. So everybody uh, with with the um, body chemistry, they they react differently to it. Right, yeah. um, so and they don't know what's the right uh, amount to use, right? Because one seed itself is very powerful, right? So, uh, so imagine you take um, yeah. you take about three and you crush it, which um, is what he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so same thing that, that, that he talks about those um, the, like the mushroom effects and thing. I, for me, trying that after receipt, I was like, all right, I think that's one good experience that I'm not going to want to have again, you know. Um, so. It's all about learning, you know, you, you live and you learn as you go along um, your journey here on it, right? So, Ashad, um, <laughs> for, for you now, what, what really brought you into this spiritual journey? Because I remember, like, uh, in work, um, I, I believe I saw you, was re- uh, you were reading um, a book by Osho, right? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the, the, the title of it. So uh-huh. and then I stopped by and I, I spoke to you. At, we, we started talking about the laws of the universe. Yes, and, yes, you know, I like, and I told you like, okay, whatever you send out is what you're going to get back from the universe. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. so if if you keep thinking positive thoughts, right, you're going to send that message that to, to the to the universe that hey, thank you for this thing. You know, and they're going to get the send back um, yeah. better things to you, right? And and you you're going to keep experiencing good things in your life. And if you're negative in your thinking. Right, you're you're only going to be experiencing negative um, things around you, mm-hmm. and you want to know like, okay, why why is this happening? Why why is you know? So it's like y- your mind is just comfortable. So that's yeah. my that's my one fun memory of uh-huh. you having that particular discussion, and we talk about the different laws yeah. of the universe and um, how 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 it is applied in life, mm-hmm. right? So what what really sparked that interest in spirituality for you as well, an individual? Uh, if I remember correctly, I think that would, have been, that would have been like in 2015 or so. And I remember around that time, I was just really starting to get curious. And, you know, that's when I just started to wake up, so to speak. And a lot of people will probably be able to relate to this. Is, um, so I was, I was starting to question a lot of things at that point in time, um, including my religion that I grew up in. Like, I started to realize a lot of things don't make sense. And... Then I started to look at other religions, and I was like, okay, well, a lot of things don't make sense here. Like, nothing never fully resonated with me. So I was searching, I was curious, and uh, I remember a YouTuber at that point in time who I used to follow, um, he spoke a lot about Osho. He used to read a lot of Osho books. And I bought this book, which was um, a book of 112 meditation, 112 methods of meditation. Which, interestingly enough, is based on something called the Vigyan Bhairav Tantra. Um, And it is 112 meditations that Lord Shiva gave to uh, one of his wives. I can't remember which one. I think it was Parvati. But uh, basically, it's um, 112 meditations that Lord Shiva gave to his wife. And Osho uh, went into detail and... He kind of decrypted them in through his uh, filtering and understanding, and that was kind of my introduction into that spiritual world. And uh, 
I learned, I'll be honest, I learned a lot from them. And a lot of them I still use to this day, like uh, different methods of how to see this world in a different way and uh, just to perceive everything as if it's empty. And that's not with a negative connotation. But uh, Osho's perspective was that if the outer world is real, then in that moment you are not acknowledging yourself as real. <laughs> because to, wow. yeah. And so, yes, I am looking at this camera. I'm looking into this camera now. I'm speaking to you. You are hearing my voice. But who is the person who is observing Arshad to speak into this camera and look at the camera? Who is behind the eyes looking at the camera? Right? And uh, that's, that's uh, it's bringing your awareness to that part of you, that watchfulness within you that is the observer of everything. And that is your, your soul, that is your higher self, that is your infiniteness. And when, so the method that I, seeing everything as an illusion, if you try this now and you just soften your gaze, right? You're not focusing on anything, you're just softening your gaze. You will, you will see that you become aware of everything. Instead of focusing on one point of the room, you, your peripheral vision, you see everything there and you become aware of everything. And you're not focused on anything, so therefore naturally your focus goes to yourself. And if you try it, you'll have that experience and you'll experience that, that watchfulness. Right? And it's really profound and it's really simple and I still use that to this day when I need to just, when, okay, Arshad, you're going too, you're getting too wrapped up into the drama of what's going on in front of you now, take a step back. And that's how I take a step back. And you just breathe and you let go. And you just, like a, like a snap of a finger. Okay, this is not real. Let go. And then you enter into that space. So there was a lot of gold in that book. Um, yeah. I recommend checking it out. However, I'll say with a caveat, um, take everything with a grain of salt. While the, yeah. the practices are very, have their very strong foundation, I highly recommend them. But... Also remember that people have their own perspective. So Osho would have filtered through things through his, through his understanding. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't, because everybody has their own points of view, right? Um, but yeah, I would recommend checking out that. And yeah, yeah uh, that was my introduction at that point in time. Well, that, that's really good though. And, yeah. um, and it, it's so exciting to see that, okay, the. The, the mysteries behind your mind, like what pushes this curiosity, yeah. right? Uh, what really calls us to these things? And as you, as you rightfully said, um, take everything with a grain of salt and don't go and try every single thing that you see somebody recommend, yeah. right? Only if it resonates with you and you have a light feeling from it, you go ahead and you give it a try, mm -hmm. right? So Ashley, I wanted to ask you a question as well. To, uh, you're a photographer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wanted to, like, what, what sparked your interest in photography? And as well, um, when it is you're looking through the, the, the world through your lens, right? How, how do you know to capture this particular, this particular moment? Mm -hmm. um, well, to answer the first part... Um, well, we had a, a mutual friend uh, where we used to work. Who, he was a photographer, and he kind of introduced me to the cameras and all of that. And I took an interest in it. Um, and I remember my first official photography experience. It wasn't paid or anything, but it was a concert. I can't remember which one, but it was some Bollywood singer. Right. Um, Atif. Atif Aslam. It was right, Atif Aslam. Yeah, yeah. 
right? And uh, <laughs> so I probably shouldn't say this, but because I had the camera on my neck, they assumed that I had a, a VIP pass or something, which <laughs> I didn't. GT dog. <laughs> so, so I walked up to the front of the stage and uh, nobody stopped me. Yeah. So because they assumed that I was the photographer for the event or something, yeah. right? But apparently there was none. So I was the only one up there taking pictures. But, um, you know, uh, at the first time I was singing, I can't remember which song, and I was there recording it. And, you know, I was just kind of like, and like I get pulled into energy really easy. So I was just like observing his energy and getting drawn into that, that magnetism that singers have when they sing. And you know, I was just there thinking to myself like, wow, this is, this is a really cool experience. And imagine I'm taking this magic and I'm capturing it, capturing it into a camera right now. And then I could upload this video and other people will experience that same magic. Right. right? And um, it, it was just fascinating to me and that's what sparked it. And at that point in time, uh, there were a lot of these uh, Bollywood uh, singers coming in. And I was like, hmm, well, if I got away with this one, I got a media pass. I mean, I wanted to act with an integrity as well. I yeah. didn't want to do that again, right? Be official. <laughs> so um, I think the next person that came was Kumar Sanu and Abhijit. Right. And uh, I, I acted with integrity. I messaged them. I was like, hey, uh, do you need a photographer for this? Yeah. Um, you know, just, you don't have to pay me anything. I just um, knew I'm trying to build a, a, a foundation for myself. I was like, yeah, come true. So I went, I got the media pass. And to be really honest, the reason why I pursued photography so much at that point is because I had the dream of one day being able to... Uh, get that same VIP pass access and meet Sono Nigam when he comes to Trinidad. <laughs> and since then, he hasn't come back to Trinidad yet. <laughs> so I've waited. But, but yeah, it's funny. Like, that is honestly, like, my, that was my motivation yeah. for, uh, wow. for doing that because so, I admire Sono Nigam so much and he resonates with me. You know, the way his, the, the energy when he sings, it's so magnetic and so uh, heart-centered and emotional that everybody just f gets pulled into resonance with it. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's and cool. And um, uh, today's Solo by the way, we, we are yes. recording this on Solo Nigam's birthday. So yes. Solo Nigam, if you're, if if you're, you're watching this, this, if somebody said this to you, happy, birthday. Like, happy birthday. Yes. Lots of love and light to you. Good health, success and strength always. And please come back to Trinidad yeah. soon and make sure I get a media pass so my dreams <laughs> could come, come to reality. <laughs> And to answer the second path, which, uh, yeah, so what was it? How, how do you know what to capture that particular moment, that shot, that money shot, as they call it? How do you know when to, to, to take that shot? Right. Uh, so, and that's kind of actually exactly my thought process is that I really wish sometimes that people could perceive the world the way I do, because the world, nature, everything around you is so beautiful. And there's so much divinity and, and gratitude, so much, so many things you could be grateful for in each moment. And so many of us take that for granted and we don't recognize the beauty that is all around us. True. So when I observe things and I'm in nature and I see something and I'm just like, wow, like, you know, we get to be here on earth at this point in time experiencing this. and there's no separation between us and that 
and yet we get to sit here and stand here and look at it and be in total awe of it. Like, isn't that amazing? And you know, like, when I see things like this, I want to share it with people, right? And so when I see something like that, when I try to capture it, I try to capture the, the energy of the emotion that I feel when I'm looking at it and capture that into the picture. And you know, as, as theta healers, like one of the things that they train you how to do is to download energies and feelings into inanimate objects because everything has a consciousness. Right. Right. Uh, so we could actually do that too. And I actually do downloads in my pictures to, for it to emanate a certain energy. And uh, so it could actually exactly replicate my, what I felt when I was looking at it in that moment. And I'm also in the process of uh, going through my photography business is going through a kind of evolution and I'm changing the way I do things. And what I want to do moving forward is really connect to the people who choose to work with me and get to the energy of exactly what it is that they wish for me as a photographer to capture. So one of the things that I would, would intend to do with them is take them through an exercise where they visualize themselves 10 years from now and they're visualizing themselves 10 years from now looking at the pictures that I took for them at the event. And I would ask them as they look at these pictures, what is it about these pictures that you're looking at that you just admire, that you're just in total awe of? Right. And what emotions do these pictures bring to you in this visualization as you look at them? And I get their feedback, and that way I know exactly exactly what it is that they want me to capture for them. Another thing that I, would, I could probably do is also, in that visualization, let them visualize that they have all the pictures that I took, like three of them framed in their house. And I ask them, what does that picture look like in their mind that they have framed that I took? Right? So that way I get to really, really get clarity of what it is they, their soul wants from me what it is that they crave, what it is that they wish to, to pull out from my energy so that I can give back to them. And that's the kind of connection that I want to have with my clients. And that is the kind of unique experience that I would like to pull them into. And I want, to, I want it to be a co-creation of magic. right? Wow. And that's nice. the whole thing about it. So, I love yeah. that. I love that. That, that, that idea of um, getting them involved you know, and um, okay, what, what's the emotion you want to emanate um, through this picture? That's a really good um, yeah. um, philosophy there, Asha. Uh, mm -hmm. Was uh, in terms of like um, taking that particular route, you know, to, to, to get them really involved in the creation process. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, before we move on, uh, I know you you were a guest uh, um, guest uh, on a Dave Shines um, podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, Dave. <laughs> how was that experience? Tell us how that meeting came about. It was really, really fun. Um, Dave is actually from Texas and uh, we don't know each other personally. He just very randomly found me on Instagram with one of the videos I do, I can't remember. And he messaged me and, you know, he's like, bro, uh, you know, we seem to be on the same path. Let's follow each other. And I was like, cool. Yeah. yeah. So we followed each other. And I started to observe the kind of things he's posting and I look at them and I was like, I see myself. You know, he's this really high vibe guy. He's just enjoying life and he's all about, he brings uh, spiritual perspectives in a very humorous, playful way. 
And it's like, that's me, you know? Right. And eventually, so one day he posted a story of a podcast he did with another guy. And the thought came to me, I was like, I should reach out to this guy and see if he wants to collaborate in some way. And the next day he messaged me and he was like, uh, hey, Arshad. And he even pronounced my name right. correctly, which was Arshad. cool. <laughs> hey, Arshad, uh, you know, we really vibe, man. We just really vibe. I could feel it. Right. Let's do something. I was like, yeah, I agree. Let's do this. And uh, yeah, we went there and it was just fun. Everything just flowed. And, you know, that's how you know when you're in alignment with something because it's just easy. You know, we, we draw out each other's brilliance. And, uh, and yeah, so it was a really fun experience. Awesome, man. I, we will lift, um, list Deep Shine's um, link to his um, yes. channel as well and also the episode that Ashad was on. Yeah. So you guys can take a listen. That is brilliant. It was lovely, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's um, smooth sailing with it. Yeah. So, I, so Rishi, uh, let me ask you some questions now. Sure. And we know, I know that, well, everyone knows that you're a singer. Well, not everybody. But <laughs> well, they know now. <laughs> they know now. They know now. Thank uh, you. So Rishi's a singer and a very good one at that. Well, I try. And, I try. <laughs> and uh, what I would love to know and what I'm sure everyone else would love to know is what was the driving force? What, what ignited that passion of singing within you? And also, if you could share your journey as a singer. So I know that you would have been on Mastana Bahar at some point in time. Yeah, um, NCIC. And, yeah, um, at a very young age too. Yeah. So just share, uh, firstly, what, what ignited that flame and how has that journey evolved over the years yeah. to now? Okay. Well, I think with, um, with any Indian boy um, growing up in an Indian household, uh, their, their parents always play... Uh, the, uh, the Indian music, you know, so like my mom, big fan of uh, Bollywood music, especially the Oli Golis, so all the Kishore Kumar, the Mohammed Rafi, Lata, uh-huh. Mageshkar, Asha Bosley. So all of these, you know, she always listens. And the, the, so, so our, our home was basically filled with, with this melodious voices uh-huh. right through. And the, I remember the first time um, listening to a song that really uh, captured my attention. Uh, it was a song. I think it was by Kumar Sanu. Apana chupa honga, dil So uh, I, I can't remember it exactly. Oh, dil me sanam me da pyar, oh, me da dil tera aashik. And I think I just go really crazy for that song. I, I remember I used to give my parents trouble to get ready to go to school on a morning. It's from, uh, it's around primary school time. And it's like, I'm not going. Um, you need to call your radio station and, and, and request this song. I, I want to dance this song. I want to <laughs> sing and dance. Because, you know, you grow up and you're watching the Bollywood stars, you know, the singing, the dancing. Um, it's like, wow, it's so much fun. I was like, I think that kind of really sparked it for me. Let me just also share, and this is really funny, right? Um, when I was a child, uh, and this time, I think they still had beta marks. Like, VHS wasn't even a thing yet, right? And uh, Dilti Rashik had just come out on Betamax and we rented it. And my parents rented it and they always want to watch the movie, but they have never been able to until this day. Because <laughs> that same song, I just wanted to keep watching it over, over and over. over. Right? And uh, it's like every morning uh, I, I wake up, I, they, they play that for me and then they rewind it. And I have to listen to it again and again. And you know, it's just something about that song. Yeah. And, uh, dance moves with Salman Khan and yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it's really interesting Don't that we both have that <laughs> yeah 
So it's really cool that we both had that attachment to that song, yeah. and it both ignited something in us in some way yeah, at I, an I, early age. I think everybody, like whoever um, hear this song at first time, like especially like um, when you're a little child, is like. It sounds really amazing. You know, we'll actually link that song down yeah. below if anyone wants to check it. Right, Dil Tera Ashik was like, yeah. wow. I was like, and from there, I just started um, taking in the songs and like keep listening to music a lot. You know, um, from different artists and thing. And you know, I started to like just practice singing. Didn't know anything about it. Just keeps mm-hmm. um, keep on singing. I think like after secondary school, I decided to, like, okay, should I take some vocal lessons? Um, I actually did start it for a while, and I stopped. Um, because like studies came to the way it's like hey, you know what at the end of the day I need to get <laughs> myself organized in terms of um, g- uh-huh. getting my degree and everything um, but it never I never stopped singing I, I always um, kept on singing even though I didn't um, finish completely training and mm-hmm. I would um, even in the bathrooms like you, you hear me singing like have a bathroom a singing concert inside it's like yeah <laughs> rock on alright and for, uh, and it's just generally like it kept going and going from there I remember when Mastana Bahar, um, I, I always watched Mastana Bahar from a, from a little boy growing up. And it's like, wow, okay, one, one of these days I should, you know, give, give it a try. Um, at that time, um, I think I was ready at around 17 or 18. I can't, um, I can't remember the exact age. And I went up there to sing, uh, I performed Kaike Pan. Mm-hmm. The, the, new version, uh, the new version of the song. Right? And it's like, I think um, I was so excited. I, I couldn't control myself in terms of like the excitement, and I was like, I was. Everybody just loved the energy I came with, and uh-huh. like, I think it was um, Kyle Mohammed. Yeah. Um, he he was like right away. Yeah, he's in the show. He's in the show. I was like, all right, cool, cool, and um, went up. Um, I came out fourth. I got People's Choice, and uh, for the semifinals, I placed fourth again um, with People's Choice. And like I think it's a, it was a, that same year I went up to NCIC. I performed, and like the whole crowd after the end of the performance is like uh-huh. wow, exploded, right? <laughs> I didn't get placed, right? But you know, it's, uh, you can't always win it all or get placed in it, right? But the experience was amazing. That energy, that that, that vibe that you yeah. got, and it's like I felt so good. You know, because like for me, I think I got the loudest applause uh-huh. from um, from the audience at that time, and I was like, "Wow!" Just like, just let me just soak it in, take it in. It's like it's really good. Yeah, because like even that that little thing that you just did there, like the energy of the whole room changed. Changed, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, a couple years later, I tried again. Um, I went up to Mustana again, and I placed second this time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it was a really good experience. It's like I, I did Kudaya Kir. Kudaya Kir. I did that song and it's like, wow, amazing. Um, but you know, it, it took a, a kind of bad turn coming up to the semifinals in that um, this is a story for another time, right? But that particular incident kind of changed me a bit, right? So it kind of like, um, so I, I was kind of, uh, my, my spirit was a bit broken um, from that particular experience. And so, you know what, I kind of like give up on singing for a while. And then like, it, it never really, I, uh, I never really let it go. It, it was always, yeah, I would always practice and everything. And I just continued singing. And eventually like in work, we, um, I did my first recording, which was my partner, Chicken, <laughs> right? And um, then I did um, Bacchanal. 
and I did a cover version of Jabukui Bad um, so far. And it's, you know, it's just getting me back into the groove of it to, to be able to come up with your own song, mm-hmm. write that, um, and put that on, on record. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is something I've, I've, I'm proud of. You know, uh-huh. like, so it's, it's, the journey is still ongoing. You know, um, I will, I have a lot to um, to do uh, um, as well. I I still have plenty to learn. I, I have a lot of growing to do in that particular department. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm willing to do the work for it, man. Okay, great. And um, so I have a request. I'm <laughs> sure a lot of people have a request. They want to hear it as well. I don't think so. So, <laughs> so here's my suggestion. Right. Um, sing, um, you know, the English part of Jab Kui at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that that I did or that you did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sing that for the ladies who who, who the are looking right now, <laughs> and they want to hear it. She sing, right? And uh, of course, Keke Pa. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. So we go like, so you're my love, my life. You're an angel in disguise. I see the sunshine in your eyes. Now and forever by your side. Jab koi baat bighar jaye, jab koi mushkil par jaye, tum de na saath mera, oh ham na va, na koi hai, na koi ta. Zindagi mein tumhare siwa Tum de na saath meda Oh hum na va Hey! You know Rishi, I already intuitively I could already see all these ladies like Oh my god, like <laughs> Rishi, Rishi just, just Let me get married them Nah boy, nah Okay, 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 fine so I'll do the Amita Bachchan version. Okay. It's like... <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> bhang kharang chama chaka chaka Hila chan ka Are aisa chatka Lage jia hai Tumar janam hoi baat O khai ke paan bana raswala O khai ke paan bana raswala Kuli jhai bante akal ka taala O khai ke paan bana raswala Kuli jhai bante akal ka taala Phir to aisa kare damal Siddhi karte sab ki taal Ochora ganga kenare wala Ochora ganga kenare wala Hey! Guys, that was fun I love that song Like, wow boy The the energy from that song I was like, I love it I love it Especially how Amita um, pictured it And then how Shah Rukh Khan pictured it It's like, wow, yes Yes Love it, I love it (laughs) I think that's a really, really high note to end with (laughs) Yeah yeah. So before we end off, um, we have a little rapid fire round. Okay, okay. Right. So, so I have at least five or six questions to you, uh-huh. and you know, so as as quick as possible, you, you know, your okay. answer. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite app on your phone? Instagram. Curry chicken or curry duck? 
Chicken, curry chicken. All right. Money or fame? Money. What is one word you'll use to describe life? Joy and playfulness. Nice two words, actually. Joy. <laughs> Joy. Well, joke is joke. Um, what show are you um, binge watching right now? New Girl, interesting. Because uh, New Girl. New Girl. Yeah. New, okay, okay. Because uh, well, you know, everybody knows I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. And there's a cameo of New Gill. So yeah. I, of yes, course I, I wanted remember, to see yeah. what that's about. It's good. It's All right, good. And final question. Bollywood music or chutney music? Bollywood music. <laughs> 110%. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that, that, that's, that's my side of rapid fire um, questions for you. Okay. My turn? Yeah. Shoot away. Okay. Uh, Bollywood movies or Hollywood movies? I love all those. I love movies on both of them. Uh, but... I'll, I'll say Bollywood movies. Okay. They, they, some, sometimes they're unrealistic, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Shah Rukh Khan or Ritik Roshan? Ugh. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> both of rapid them. Rapid fire. <laughs> both of them. Both of like, them. Like, it doesn't like it. In terms of preference in movies or? Based on acting skills alone. Sharukan. Sharuk. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katrina Kaif or Depika Paduk- Padukun? Padukun. <laughs> Katrina Kaif. <laughs> Those slaughter the girl names. Like, wow. <laughs> Katrina Kaif or, or Deepika Padukun? Deepika. Deepika? Deepika. Yeah. Is it dimples? Is it dimples? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what show are you binge watching right now? I started back looking at Sense8 uh-huh. right, on Netflix. It's a pretty cool show. Not for children. <laughs> not, <there>. not, <laughs> for, not for anyone under 18. I would say 18. 18 and over. Know. 18 and over. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little older too. <laughs> <laughs> um, cricket or football? Cricket. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. TikTok or Facebook? TikTok. <laughs> okay. So that's been a fun session, guys. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you get to connect with us a bit and you, um, you know, get to know us a little bit more, like who Rishi is, who Asher is. And we, we love to see, um, hear your comments and feedback as well on, you know, some of um, things that bring, brings back memories to you. As, and, you know, like what, what get, um, got you involved in what you're doing right now, be it um, your particular job, be it a particular business, you know, so we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, um, I really hope you guys have as much fun looking at this as we did doing this. It was a lot of fun. And if you enjoyed this, if you resonated with anything that we said, and ladies, if you love Rishi singing, please give, <laughs> give us a like, a thumbs up. Comment, I want to marry Rishi. No, don't <laughs> comment that. And to see more of it all, <laughs> subscribe. And yeah. Subscribe and share. And share. Share, Ashad, Ashad. <laughs> share wherever possible. And uh, thank you so much for share, spending this time with us and being in this energy with us. Right. Thank you. Keep safe, everyone. Bye. <laughs>